Hello, listeners. Welcome to another episode on Rising Above Shadows of Abuse, Raza. I'm your host, Grace Hopper. Today, we're looking at news on abuse. Express Newspapers, 15th of March, 2023, by Charlie Bradley and Callum Kudford. A pedophile metropolitan police officer has been sacked after having sex with a 14-year-old girl. P.C. Houston Chibarb has pleaded guilty to four counts of sexual activity with a girl aged 13 to 15. He has also admitted to three counts of making indecent photographs of a child and sexual communication with a child in court in January. He was found guilty by a misconduct panel on March the 9th of 2023 of gross misconduct. Chebab was sacked without notice ahead of his sentencing on Friday. His crimes first came to light in July 2021 when the family of a 16-year-old girl went to police alleging that his relationship with the girl started when she was 15. He was arrested on August 24, 2021, and his phone and laptops were seized. Chebab was placed on restricted duties before indecent images were found on his devices. He was arrested again on October 28th and suspended from duty. Later found messages that showed PC Chebab communicating with a 14-year-old girl in a sexual manner. The girl revealed that they appeared to be in a sexual relationship when she was 14 and he was 18 years old. One of Chebab's roles while working in the police was to work as a safer school officer in North London, which involved meeting parents and children at the front gates of a school in Enfield. This week, the Met Police said no evidence has been found linking any of Chebab's offending to his role, though... He did make indecent images of children in this period. Chief Superintendent Caroline Haynes led for policing in Enfield, where PC Chebarb served, said, Following his criminal conviction, it is right that PC Chebhab is formally dismissed from the Met. PC Chebhab committed the vilest of offenses and abused his position of trust in the most despicable of ways. It continues to be incredibly confronting to see officers convicted and dismissed for such behavior. However, we are committed to rooting out officers who do not belong in our ranks. And it is abundantly clear that PC Chebhab had no place in the Met. Some of the offenses relating to the making of indecent photographs were committed while PC Chebhab was in the role as a safer schools officer attached to a secondary school in Enfield between May 2021 and his arrest in August 2021. As soon as the initial allegations were made against him, PC Chebhab was immediately removed from his role while the investigation took place. We have worked closely with the schools concerned and Enfield local authority to ensure that there were no further unreported safeguarding incidents or missed opportunities. A review of the information provided to the Met prior to him joining as a police officer was carried out and nothing was found that could have indicated his offending. Likewise, prior to starting his role as a safer schools officer, he was also subject to further child and vulnerable group supervision 
vetting. In line with the current vetting standards for all those who work with children and young people. Evidence has been found linking any of Chef Hub's offending to his role. We are continuing to work with us local schools, community forums and independent advisory groups to reassure them following the damage his actions will have caused. Chef Hub will now be added to the bar list held by the College of Policing. Anyone on the list is not allowed to be employed by the police, local policing bodies, PCCS, the Independent Office for Police Conduct or His Majesty's Inspectorate of Constabulary and Fire and Rescue Services. Anyone with any information about the police officer or member of staff who works for the Met and is corrupt, abusing the position and power, can call the Anti-Corruption and Abuse Hotline run by independent charity crime stoppers on 0800-085-0000 or complete the online form at www.crimestoppers-org.uk What are your thoughts about this particular piece? Kindly leave your comments. Daily Mail by Madeline Ross, 13th March 2023. A pedophile police community support officer who incited young girl to perform sex acts on a dog and filled children in swimming pool changing room is jailed for 14 years. Matthew Shore, 38, videoed children believed to be as young as six in swimming pool changing rooms and the center parks in Nottinghamshire and admitted to police he may have done it around 100 times. The Derbyshire PCSO, who had been on the force for 15 years, also spoke to seven girls aged between 11 and 15 from while posing as both a teenage girl and a boy, asking for and sending sexual images and video on Snapchat. During the conversation, the 38-year-old father of two incited one victim to perform sexual acts on a dog and attempted to incite others to perform acts involving their younger siblings. He was sentenced to 14 years in prison for 24 offences last week at Nottingham Crown Court. Shaw was first arrested last April when a 10-year-old girl noticed a GoPro filming her while she was changing at the Lamas Leisure Centre in Sutton in Ashfield, Nottinghamshire. Prosecutor Robert Underwood told the court. Police later found 25 recordings of children taken in changing rooms at the Lamas Leisure Centre and the Rebecca Addington Swimming Centre in Mansfield on a seized phone dating back to October 2021. Shaw also spoke to seven girls aged between 11 and 16 on Snapchat, first contacting them as a girl named Chloe before introducing a brother falsely named Matt to the victims. He spoke to one victim from New Jersey in the U.S. for over a year dating back to February 2021, starting shortly after her 12th birthday, referring to her as his big baby girl and leaving the girl feeling as if the pair were in a relationship. With both this victim and others, he would ask for sexual images and videos 
with Mr. Underwood saying many felt uncomfortable, scared and pressured by the request and one saying in a victim statement that they were often left crying in their school toilets due to the effects of Shaw's offending. While on bail, Shaw visited center parks in Sherwood Forest, gaining entry by jumping over a fence and using discarded wristbands to access the changing rooms, taking another five recordings between June and August last year. He was arrested again on August the 31st, with Derbyshire police confirming he had been suspended the next day. In a police interview, he said that he had potentially committed around 100 verism offences but denied having a sexual attraction to children. Further analysis of devices found at his home in Bennett Avenue, Mansfield, Woodhouse, Nottinghamshire, uncovered searches for indecent images and that he had exposed himself to children on the internet chat site, Omerjol. Shaw pleaded guilty last December to nine counts of causing a child under 13 to engage in a sexual act, 12 of causing a child to engage in a sexual act, and three counts of voyeurism. Harry Dunpal, Danmi, mitigating said, Shaw, who has been given an autism diagnosis, was a lonely, sad, and pathetic figure who struggled to form relationships and initially spoke to teenage girls to establish friendships. But age became irrelevant due to the euphoria of speaking to people. He said he took to social media and his mobile phone to strike up what he thought were relationships. It quickly took him to a very dark place and he effectively made a misjudgment. He did not start out with the aim of grooming young girls. understands the consequences are catastrophic, not for him but for those who are left on the outside. The custodial sentence. Shaw was made the subject of a sexual harm prevention order in order to sign the sex offenders register for life. Judge William Habach Casey said, You have brought shame and disgrace on yourself, your family and the police service. These are appalling offenses which will fill right-thinking members of the public with horror, revulsion and disgust. These are despicable offences you have committed against ordinary members of the public going about their everyday lives. I'm satisfied that you pose a significant risk of serious harm. Speaking following sentence, Simon Batchley, Deputy Chief Constable of Derbyshire Police said, Matthew Shaw's offences are utterly shocking. As soon as the allegations came to light, Shaw was suspended from his role as a police community support officer and the force assisted colleagues in Nottinghamshire police with their investigations. He subsequently resigned from his position last year. Through that investigation, it was concluded that none of Shaw's offending was found to have taken place while he was on duty and no victims were identified as being linked to his role. While all officers and staff hold a position of trust, PCSOs have a unique role that puts them in contact with a great many different groups within our communities, including young people. A number of police officers have recently been sentenced to prison time for sexual offences, including David Carrick, who was sentenced to at least 32 years. What are your thoughts about this? Share a comment on this article. Pedophile police officer who inducted young girls to sexual acts. Evening Standard Barney Davis 17th of March 2023 Man raped woman in graveyard before stealing her bank cards to buy food.
Teenager has been convicted of raping a woman in a graveyard before stealing her bank cards to buy food and drink. Mohammed Idris, 18, was loitering around Kingston when he was caught on CCTV approaching his victim at just after midnight on July 23rd last year. Police said he took her to a nearby churchyard where he raped her on Clarence Street. Idris then stole two of her bank cards and used them to buy food and drink at different shops in Kingston Town Centre. The rape was reported to the police that day and CCTV and forensic testing helped identify Idris as the suspect. He was later arrested at his home in East London but made no comment during his police interrogation. DC Troy Sampson, leading the investigation, said Mohammed Idris is an extremely dangerous individual who targeted an innocent woman. His actions that night have caused serious harm and would have a lasting impact. My job is to investigate serious sexual offences and bring those responsible to justice. I am pleased with the result in court and take comfort in knowing he is in prison and cannot harm anyone else. Reporting a rape can seem scary or daunting, but I want to reassure everyone who this has happened to that we will fully support you and conduct a full and thorough investigation. Idris of Henry Road, Hackney, was found guilty following the trial at Kingston Crown Court on Thursday. He had already pleaded guilty to the possession of a Class B drug, theft and fraud offences in relation to the same incident. Idris will be sentenced on Friday, May 19th, 2023 and Kingston Crown Court. Mirror News, 18th of March, 2023. A US soldier who raped and killed a 14-year-old girl said he didn't think of Iraqis as humans in the Chilean interview before he died. War criminal Stephen Del Green, who was convicted of raping and killing a 14-year-old Iraqi girl and killing her family, had described the terrors of war and how the circumstances he was in dehumanized him. of him to commit sick atrocities in Iraq before taking his own life in 2014. In interviews he gave after returning to the U.S., he described the profound and devastating impact war has on individuals and the trauma and psychological effects that soldiers experience. 101 Airborne Soldier Green said that he did not think of Iraqi civilians after being exposed to extreme war zone violence. Green said that his crimes were fueled in part by experience in Iraqi's particularly violent triangle of death, where two of his sergeants were gunned down. Not a word that could describe how much I hated these people, Green said. He also cited a lack of leadership and help from the army and said that he and other soldiers at the Baghdad checkpoint felt abandoned and had turned to alcohol and drugs. Green said he had an altered state of mind at the time. I wasn't thinking about more than 10 minutes into the future at any given time, he said. I didn't care. After the rape, Green allegedly shot and killed Abney, as well as her parents and six-year-old sister. The soldiers then set the house on fire in an attempt to cover up the crime and threw a gun into the canal. The crime sparked widespread outrage in Iraq 
and around the world and raised questions about the conduct of U.S. troops in war in Iraq. Two weeks after the sea crime, Green was discharged from the army due to a personality disorder and returned to the U.S. as a civilian. Green said he wasn't seeking sympathy or trying to justify his actions. He was arrested just after he had attended another soldier's funeral. And in the years that followed, Green faced legal proceedings with an ultimate conviction for the rape and murders in 2011. What are your thoughts on this space? Kindly leave a comment. Mirror News by Josh Lockhurst. 23rd of March, 2023. Girl 3 found drowned in primary school toilet with foul play suspected. A heartbroken family are suspecting foul play after a three-year-old girl has drowned in a primary school toilet. Langalam Vicky had been reportedly missing for an entire day before her body was found drowned in a pit toilet the following day on March 7th at Glen Gray Primary School in Glen Gray, South Africa. Family are now worried that the toddler could have been murdered with her mother, Nagamso, saying their lives have been ripped apart since the tragedy. She said, No words can describe the pain I feel. The pain is unbearable. I have not been able to sleep in weeks. No words can describe how I feel. I am gutted. Amnesty International South Africa has said that it hopes that the tragic incident will prompt this government to take action and eradicate pit toilets. Some politicians have reportedly also echoed the sentiment. The Democratic Alliance, the official opposition party to the ruling African National Congress, reportedly plans to launch court action to force the Department of Basic Education to eradicate all pit toilets from schools across South Africa. The school where Langalam attended received new toilets in 2018. We have conveyed our condolences to the family and supported them and we will continue to do so until the truth is uncovered. According to local reports, Provincial Education Department spokesperson Yulshika Bozela said that the toilets at school allegedly did not flush due to the lack of a sewage system in the village. The tragedy comes just weeks after a six-year-old boy had his genitals cut off and was left to die in a ditch in the Sikh attack in the country. The terribly injured boy was laid covered in blood in a shrubland when local residents who were chasing down two criminals heard the boy crying out for help. Looking for the source, the local residents thought the boy would have been stabbed but were horrified to discover that the schoolboy was castrated. His condition was close to death from loss of blood when he was found on a rough wasteland near a gold mine at the Blue Sky informal settlement. Local residents were outraged when hearing the news of the Sikh attack which spread through the town of Boxburg in Kwanteng province. The boy later bled to death. What are your thoughts on this piece? Can you leave a comment? Mirror News by Susie Beaver, 24th of March, 2023. Woman dies two years after being set on fire in one of domestic violence worst cases. 
Ellen Marshall was set on fire by evil Lair Patman at a flat in Skegness, Lincolnshire, and left with catastrophic injuries, which doctors said she would be unlikely to survive. Her boyfriend doused her in petrol and set her on fire as part of a horrific campaign of domestic abuse, and she has tragically died two years on from the attack, police have said. Ellen Marshall was set alight while sitting in an armchair, with police describing the case as one of the worst cases of domestic violence we have seen. Patman poured a jerry can of fuel in the 43-year-old's lap and set her on fire before leaving her dead as she sustained burns to 90 degrees of her body, requiring 12 hours of surgery. Miss Marshall died on March the 11th in hospital in Nottingham, police confirmed, almost two years after Patman's attack on April the 22nd, 2021. Her abuser was jailed for 21 years for causing grievous bodily harm with intent in 2021, although it's currently unclear whether that will now change following Ms. Marshall's death. It has also been reported that domestic abuse victims wait at least two years for council houses, that is 32% of domestic abuse victims. This can be very harrowing and dehumanizing. UK, two women are killed by their partners every week, according to data compiled by the Office of National Statistics. A police spokesperson said, we have been made aware that Elon Marshall has sadly died. If you are in a domestic violence or domestic abuse relationship, you can call the 24 hours National Domestic Abuse Support Helpline, which is confidential. The helpline is... 0808-2000-247 or visit womensaid.co.uk. You can also call this number if you or your family have lost a friend or family member through fatal domestic abuse. AAFDA, Advocacy After Fatal Domestic Abuse. They offer specialist and expert support and advocacy. For more information, visit aafda.org.uk. My London. Story by Joe Coughlin. April 14th, 2023. A South London councillor who suggested an alleged rape victim was likely a sex worker has been expelled from the Conservative Party. Councillor Sean Slater, independent, previously Conservative Councillor for St. Mary Cray Ward in Bromley, has been expelled from the Conservative Party. Councillor Slater was previously suspended by the Bromley Conservative Group in January after replying to a tweet from a news organisation reporting an alleged rape in Plumstead Park in his reply, which has since been deleted. Councillor Slater wrote, more likely that it's a punter that didn't pay. Bromley Council investigated the matter after receiving 18 complaints, but decided not to punish Councillor Slater as he was not acting in his capacity as a councillor at the time. In a document shared with the local Democracy Reporting Service, an independent investigator said they were agonised about their conclusion and the matter would be better dealt with by the Conservative Party. Slater apologized for his comment at a Bromley Council meeting on February 27, 2023, saying 
he had meant to draw attention to the issue of women being exploited in the area. He said at the meeting, I'm not ashamed to admit that I am fallible and I have made a mistake. I now understand that with the privilege afforded to me as a counselor to better serve my community comes a responsibility to reflect more deeply on what I say and post online. Councillor leader Colin Smith put forward an amendment to a motion to condemn Councillor Slater's comments. The council leader said he would allow him to rejoin the Bromley Conservative Group. After attending appropriate training, Bromley Council voted to pass this amendment, with Councillor Slater saying he had since deactivated his Twitter account and has enrolled himself on a course about interacting online. Conservative Party spokesperson told the LDRS the Conservative Party has an established code of conduct and formal processes where complaints can be made in confidence. This process is rightly confidential. Following the conclusion of this process, Councillor Slater has been expelled. Councillor Slater and Bromley and Chiselhurst Conservative Group were approached for comment, but I have not responded at the time of publication. What are your thoughts? Kindly leave a comment. Garden Newspapers, 23rd of March, 2023, by Matthew Weavers. Nigerian politician, wife and a doctor guilty of organ trafficking to UK. The three were convicted of conspiring to exploit a man for his kidneys. The trail exposes UK's vulnerability to organ harvesting. A senior Nigerian politician, his wife and a doctor have been convicted of organ trafficking in the first verdict of its kind under the modern slavery act. Ike Ikwere Madu, 60, a former deputy president of the Nigerian Senate, his wife Beatrice, 56, and Dr. Obina Obeta, 51, were found guilty of facilitating the travel of a young man to Britain with a view to his exploitation after a six-week trial at the Old Bailey. Criminally conspired to bring the 21-year-old Lagos Street trader to London to exploit him for his kidney, the jury found. The man who cannot be named for legal reasons had been offered an illegal reward to become a donor for the senator's daughter after kidney disease forced her to drop out of a master's degree in film at Newcastle University, the court heard. Sonia Ikweremadu was found not guilty. She cried in court as her parents were sent down from the dock. In February 2022, the man was falsely presented to a private renal unit at Royal Free Hospital in London as Sonia's cousin in a failed attempt to persuade medics to carry out an £80,000 transplant for a fee. A medical secretary at the hospital acted as an Igbo interpreter between the man and the doctors to help try to convince them he was an altruistic donor, the court heard. The prosecutor, Hugh Davis Casey, told the court the Equaramadus and Obeta had treated the man and other potential donors as disposable assets, spare parts for reward. He said they entered an emotionally cold commercial transaction with the man. The behavior of Equaramadu, a successful lawyer and founder of an anti-poverty charity, who helped draw up Nigerians' law against organ trafficking, showed entitlement, 
dishonesty and hypocrisy, Davies told the jury. Madhu, who owns several properties and a staff of 80, agreed to reward someone for a kidney for his daughter, somebody in circumstances of poverty and from whom he distanced himself and made no inquiries and with whom, for his own political protection, he wanted no direct contact. It is added, what he agreed to do was not simply expedient in the clinical interests of his daughter, Sonia. It was exploitation. It was criminal. It is no defense to say he acted out of love for his daughter. Her clinical needs cannot come at the expense of the exploitation of somebody in poverty. A quarryman who denied the charge told the court he was the victim of a scam. Or better, who also denied the charge claimed the man was not offered a reward for his kidney. Beatrice denied any knowledge of the alleged conspiracy. Sonia did not give evidence. WhatsApp messages shown to the court revealed Dr. Obeta charged Equera Madu 4.5 million naira, about 8,000 pounds, made up of an agent fee and a donor fee. Equera Madu and Obeta admitted falsely claiming the man was Sonia's cousin in his visa application and in documents presented to the hospital. The judge, Mr. Justice Jeremy Johnson, will pass sentence on May the 5th, 2023. The Chief Crown Prosecutor, Joan Jekmek, said this was a horrific plot to exploit a vulnerable victim by trafficking him to the UK for the purpose of transplanting his kidney. The convicted defendants showed utter disregard for the victim's welfare health and well-being and used their considerable influence to a high degree of control throughout, with the victim having limited understanding of what was really going on here. D.R. Esther Richardson from the Metropolitan Police's Modern Slavery and Exploitation Command said, this is a landmark conviction and we commend the victim for his bravery in speaking against these offenders. What are your thoughts? Kindly leave a message. Kindly leave a comment. Thank you. This has been Grace Opa for Raza, Rising Above Shadows of Abuse. See you on our next show and be safe and be positive. Bye for now. You can leave your comments on our social media handles or our email address risingaboutshadowsofabuse at gmail.com. Take care.